Grammar Girl here. Today's topic is a contentious language landmine. Can you use they and their when you don't know a person's sex? In other words, can they and their be gender-neutral single pronouns? But first, we're sponsored by Stack Exchange, a community-driven question-and-answer site. And you, dear listeners, will like it, because the English Language and Usage section is a great place to get your language questions answered or show off your knowledge and help others. You earn reputation points as you answer questions, such as, did English ever have a formal version of the word you? And did pirates ever really say shiver me timbers? I also did an interview on their blog. Check it all out at english.stackexchange.com. That's english.stackexchange.com. To be clear, the problem we're talking about today is how to complete a sentence, such as, when a student succeeds, blank should thank blank teacher. At this point, writers struggle because English has a big gaping pronoun hole. We have no word to describe a single person if we don't know whether he or she is male or female. We could write, when a student succeeds, he should thank his teacher. She should thank her teacher. He or she should thank his or her teacher. Or something else. A listener named Betty summed it up best by saying that he or she seems too awkward and he seems sexist. I'll add that exclusively using she also seems sexist, and the hybrid s slash he seems silly and awkward, and switching between he and she can be downright confusing to readers. A listener named Brian called switching between he and she whiplash grammar, which I loved. Finally, we have the solution that everyone loves to hate, using the personal pronoun they which breaks the rule that you don't use a plural pronoun with a singular antecedent. Honestly, I don't think there is a perfect solution, and for a while I avoided the question because I knew that no matter what I said, I was going to make someone angry. But then Ken from Denver wrote in literally pleading for help. He had obviously spent a lot of time looking through the Chicago Manual of Style and had concluded that their answer is, my, that's a toughie, try to avoid it. I agree that an answer like that seems unhelpful, so I decided to muster up some courage and try to do better. First, some of you may disagree that using he is sexist, but even if you disagree, you should still at least consider the alternatives, because all the major style guides that I checked recommend against using he in a generic way. I specifically checked MLA, APA, and Chicago, and I know I've seen it in others. The Associated Press allows he, but also says it's usually better to rewrite your sentence. When I'm confronted with this problem, I first take the Chicago route and ask if there's any way to avoid the problem. Usually, this involves simply making the original noun plural. You could say, when students, plural, succeed, they should thank their teacher. Sometimes more extensive rewriting is required, and if necessary, I'll do it. Hey, it's Mignon. Do you need a new literary show to add to your podcast queue? Well, then you definitely want to check out Missing Pages, the chart-topping and Signal Award-winning podcast produced by the Podglomerate. Back for a brand new season, Missing Pages investigates the most pressing topics in the book world today, from the rise of Colleen Hoover and book bans across America to the world of ghostwriting. Not to mention, host and acclaimed literary critic Beth Ann Patrick interviews some of the biggest names in the industry, like New York Times bestselling author Jody Pico and Publishers Weekly co-editorial director Jim Milliot. 
And as the Washington Post and The Guardian said, Missing Pages is a, quote, must listen. And I agree. So don't miss out. Follow Missing Pages today on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening now. Hey, it's Mignon. If you want to do more to hone your communication skills, then check out Think Fast, Talk Smart, produced by the Stanford Graduate School of Business and hosted by my friend and Stanford lecturer, Matt Abrahams. You may remember Matt from his interview on the show back in September when he shared his top tips for becoming a better writer and speaker. Think Fast, Talk Smart is his Webby award-winning podcast, which has been downloaded 41 million times and has been the number one career podcast in more than 95 countries, so you know it's worth your time. Whether you're making a wedding toast or presenting at work, strong speaking skills are critical to success in business and in life which is why Matt sits down with experts every week to talk about the best tips to unlock your communication potential. Hear from pros like neuroscientist Andrew Huberman on how to manage speaking anxiety, speechwriter and best-selling author Dan Pink on how to take risks in your communication, and psychologist Kelly McGonigal on how to harness nervous energy to fuel powerful presentations. So what are you waiting for? Listen to Think Fast, Talk Smart? every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube. And tell Matt I said hi. Rewriting is almost always possible. But if it isn't, then you have to make a choice. If I'm writing a formal document, I'll use he or she or him or her. For example, when you find the person responsible, tell him or her to report to my office. Admittedly, it's awkward. But if you're already using formal language, I don't think it's too distracting. And it's also the solution recommended by the American Heritage College Dictionary. Over the years, people have tried to introduce new pronouns, such as ze, zir, and thon, to fill the void, but none of these has had much success. Surprisingly, Dr. Elaine Stockco from the School of Education at John Hopkins University and her student, Margaret Troyer, reported a few years ago that school children in Baltimore we're using the slang word yo as a gender-neutral singular pronoun, not in a way to get attention like yo, check this out, and not as a form of your, as in yo mama, but like a real singular pronoun. I haven't heard of this isolated trend spreading, but it's an interesting development. So what should you do? Certainly you shouldn't write, when you find the person responsible, tell yo to report to my office, even if it's not a formal document. I'll state for the record that I'm a firm believer that someday they will be the acceptable choice for this situation. Currently, English lacks a word that fits the bill, and many people are already either mistakenly or purposely using they as a singular generic personal pronoun. So it seems logical that rules will eventually move in that direction. Nevertheless, it takes a bold, confident, and possibly reckless person to use they with a singular antecedent today. I could almost feel people's blood pressure rising as I started to imply that it's okay to use they. The thing is, if you're a respected editor in charge of writing a style guide for your entire organization, you can get away with making it acceptable to use they with a singular antecedent. I'd even encourage you to do so, and there are a variety of credible references that will back you up, including the Random House Dictionary and Fowler's Modern English Usage. You'd be in the company of revered authors, such as Jane Austen, Lewis Carroll, and Shakespeare. But 
If you're responsible to superiors, there's a good chance that at least one of them will think you're careless or ignorant if you use they with a singular antecedent. When I was writing for clients who didn't have a style guide, I always rewrote my sentences or used he or she. I didn't want to risk my job, even if they seemed like a logical choice. And that brings me to an important point. Everyone who hires writers or assigns writing needs to have a style guide entry on this topic. Writers can waste a lot of time trying to decide what to do, especially in organizations where people collaborate on documents. And it's better to have one single style that some people don't agree with than to have different writers doing different things so that the company documents are all willy-nilly. So here's the bottom line. Rewrite your sentences to avoid the problem. If that's not possible, check to see if the people you're writing for have a style guide. If not, use he or she if you want to play it safe, and use they if you feel bold and are prepared to defend yourself. Thanks again to our sponsor, Stack Exchange. Visit english.stackexchange.com to ask questions, earn reputation points, and read the Grammar Girl interview. That's english.stackexchange.com. And I have a new book coming out in November, 101 Words to Sound Smart. And if you pre-order it, that means order it before the date it's released, we'll send you free Grammar Girl wallpapers for your computer. You need to send in your receipt, and the details are in my email newsletter, and I'll also be posting details on my Twitter and Facebook pages. I'm Grammar Girl on both. So pre-order 101 Words to Sound Smart, save your receipt, and read the details about sending it in to get your cute free wallpaper. I'm Mignon Fogarty. That's all. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Mignon. If you want to do more to hone your communication skills, then check out Think Fast, Talk Smart produced by the Stanford Graduate School of Business and hosted by my friend and Stanford lecturer, Matt Abrahams. You may remember Matt from his interview on the show back in September when he shared his top tips for becoming a better writer and speaker. Think Fast, Talk Smart is his Webby award-winning podcast, which has been downloaded 41 million times and has been the number one career podcast in more than 95 countries, so you know it's worth your time. Whether you're making a wedding toast or presenting at work, strong speaking skills are critical to success in business and in life, which is why Matt sits down with experts every week to talk about the best tips to unlock your communication potential. Hear from pros like neuroscientist Andrew Huberman on how to manage speaking anxiety, speechwriter and bestselling author Dan Pink on how to take risks in your communication and psychologist Kelly McGonigal on how to harness nervous energy to fuel powerful presentations. So what are you waiting for? Listen to Think Fast, Talk Smart every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube. And tell Matt I said hi.